Welcome to the Airgun Geeks podcast. All topics talked about on this podcast are solely of our opinion and for entertainment purposes. My name is Patrick. Hi, I'm Adam. And how How geeky geeky do you you want want us to get? get? Welcome to episode seven, our tuning and mentality of the Air Venturi Avenger in 22. Hey, Adam, how you doing? I'm good, Pat. And you? I am doing wonderful. We are getting close to spring. I'm excited. I am, and I'm a little worried. I have a little leaky basement, so I have to figure that out before we get start getting too much rain. So we need to shoot a whole bunch of lead to seal it off. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, we can go with that. All we right, can go with that. We can go with that. I like it. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't know how much lead we're going to need, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Improper use of an air gun. All right. So tuning the Air Avengery Avenger, we have two totally different ways. That we tune. So let's start. Let's start with uh, the really geeky version, if you ask me. Adam's now, way. to me, it just makes sense. So what I had done with my Avenger is after I completely took it apart and cleaned it, just get all the manufacturing grease, skunk, cosmoline it traveled from overseas. I just wanted to get it clean. Degas the gun, cleaned the reg, put it all back together. So turn the reg all the way down. I left my hammer spring alone. Filled the gun back up. Just started to open up the regulator until I actually started to see it getting some reading on it. And I'll apologize. I don't remember where it started at. And I shot at 25 yards. And I just slowly increased the reg pressure and watched my shot string climb, climb, climb till it started to taper. That's when I stopped. Refilled my gun. Looked at my reg pressure. Then I shot it over my chronograph. And I do use a couple of different chronographs. I actually have three. And so I shot them over my chronographs to see for consistency, one for the chronograph, two for conditions. And I found that I liked and saw it at like about 905 feet per second, which with the JSB 18.1, which yes, is faster than that 825, 875 sweet spot. I run my gun just a little hotter. Then I recorded 10 shot strings, looked at what my extreme spreads were. And I slowly tweaked with my hammer spring setting at that point to bring my extreme spread down. At that point, I now have a gun that my extreme spread is still in that 15 stage. So, but I'm happy with how it's doing for the distances I shoot it with. I mean, I put a Donny FL extension on it and I'm getting half inch groups at 55 yards. I'm done. I'm not touching it. That's how far that gun shoots. And I'm happy. Tuning it did take me about half of a day. So there was some process to it. Some time, a lot of shooting, a lot of recording, making sure you grab the right 10 of pellets. But that was my process. I now have a gun that's right around that 33, 33 and a half foot pounds of energy that is a tack driver at that 55 yard mark. Did I take my gun and tune it for a specific speed? No, I let the gun tell me what it wanted. Now, that there, and there is the argument, like I even made the argument with myself at the lower hammer, or sorry, at the lower reg pressure, if I had too heavy of a hammer, I'm over hammering the gun. So I understand that there are some flaws and influences in the way I did it, but that's how I went about tuning my Avenger. And then now, Patrick, you tuned yours after shooting mine and seeing how well it did, both on target and on pest control. Um, you went and copied my velocity 
but in a con- completely different method. Am I correct? Yes, yes. And 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 what also was was very different <laughs> was the regulator pressures. So this is where the whole comment of we can have the same air gun, but we have different air guns. So my reg pressure right now is at like about twenty five hundred psi. Yeah, and I'm at seventeen hundred. So is it the gauge or what? That is to be determined. Um, I I did a more simplistic way instead of getting um, very technical like you did and all of that because not everyone has all of that. So I just wanted to be, uh, you know, group group B if you would. Okay. So going off of watching what you did and then like watching uh, AEAC and what Steve did and all those tunes, I said, well, I want right around 900, 920. Let's see what happens. Degas the gun, drop the reg all the way down. Um, this is, of course, after cleaning it and all of that stuff that, that Adam said. Um, I brought the reg up to about 1,500 PSI. Hammer spring adjustments all the way back, so it's as light as it can get. Fired a couple shots to make sure that we're good, and then just went for speed. And I turned, I didn't touch the hammer spring at all, and this started shooting and cranking the rag. Fired it five times with no pellet, stick the magazine back in, and then got it at, uh, I think I'm at 915 at 1700 PSI, shooting the JSB. 18.13 grain and that's honestly where i stopped and i've just been shooting it there and at 50 yards it looks like the same darn hole so i'm happy um it's it's gone through a squirrel already so still happy and that's that's it that's all i did i mean in your how long did it take like i can tell you it took me four to five hours to tune my gun how long did it take you to tune yours you really want me to tell you? You want me to like lie to you, or be, or you want me to be honest? Lie to me first, so I don't hurt as much. It took me about thirty-five thousand seconds. Um, I have no idea what that is, but realistically, twenty minutes. And and I was done. I'm like, that's not what it is. I want to shoot. I went through. Oh God, it had to be a couple hundred pellets, and I'm getting, from what I can remember, like. 80 shots before it falls off the rag. Wow. And and I'm running the you know the Element Helix uh, second focal plane so I'm I'm watching the pellets hit. And I'm even I even have I call it the shot rock. And one of these times uh on on our Facebook page I'll uh, I'll put a picture of the shot rock. And uh it's a it's a sandstone boulder that as you shoot it, you see the lovely groups of the bright sandstone color show. And that's at, uh, that's at 44 yards. We've ranged it multiple times. And then I switched over to my no limit target, which is still 44 yards. And all day long, pink, 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 pink. My next step, honestly, is going to be to, to extend the uh, screw, get a longer screw to take up more of the travel of the trigger as far as second stage. That's that'd be the next step. So that's my actual only complaint on the Avenger. And so far, I haven't done anything to my trigger. I will say, if you do longer shot strings, you do get used to it. I've been very impressed by the fact that how repeatable my Avenger trigger is. And I haven't done, like, I haven't done anything to the trigger. So that's, I haven't gone there yet. 
You so. haven't even turned the screws? Not at all. Honestly, no. I haven't messed with the trigger at all. So out of the box, yes, is it heavier than my FX? Is it heavier than my day state? Yes. I mean, anything is heavier than those two guns. But it's repeatable, and that's half the battle when it comes to accuracy on these guns. So, no. I mean, we've talked about it, getting that longer screw, going to the hardware store, yeah. finding out the size, and you know, yeah. making them a good target trigger. But right now for... You know, minute of sparrow at forty-two yards. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Yeah, and and I didn't mention I am too running the Donnie extender, and I'm actually using an FX mod. It's the one you get with your normal impact or caliber change kit. Works phenomenal. I've put a Donnie on there that works phenomenal, of course. Um, it's it it actually I think adds a little accuracy to the formula when so, adding that. So the ex- I don't think it's the moderator. I think it's actually that extension. That's the extender. That's what I meant to say. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that extender comes actually actually comes to that barrel liner. Or, uh, sorry, yeah. No. It'd be the barrel. Yeah. Yeah, you get stuck means, in the FX world, yeah. Yeah. The, act- the actual barrel. Barrel, yeah. yeah so I'm it, like, wait, no, I said that wrong. Yeah, yeah, so it actually goes to the actual barrel. And I think it does stiffen it up and it just adds another layer to it because there's really not a lot holding that barrel in that shroud yeah actually yeah there's the plastic piece in there and and really with that extension on there because it does slide over the barrel because i did have the generation one and i still have the gen one that uh that donnie put out for the avenger that was just it replaced the end cap but i think this i, I know for a fact that the second generation that tube that slides over the barrel centers everything i think it really helps with the harmonics and stiffening the barrel a little bit. Um, I I might even, this summer, pull the spacer out that's on the barrel and just have the Donnie adapter on the end because it's a, it's a solid fit. He did a very good job on that. I'd agree with that. I don't know about taking that spacer out. I've been very happy again. I got to the gun to the point where I like how it shoots, and I'm. I'll mess with mine. Yeah, you mess with yours. We'll, we'll screw with mine. Yeah, you know. I mean, I re- you're, you've got that 1700 psi. You've got 80 shots. I don't I got, get that I many got, shots. Yeah, we could play with it. I got other guns. You know, still, I'll still show you up every day with my 17 psi. But, uh, <laughs> but one one thing we were talking about, and, and I can't remember what that gauge was. Uh, we saw a new digital gauge out, and oh, the channel was Southern Air Gunner. Phenomenal, phenomenal. I mean, uh, Kenny is awesome. He's a little OCD, which is great. I love the shot cards that he does, especially with the crown and all of that. But he brought up this gauge, and it it is so much better than, what was it, the Edgun Leshy gauge? It's, it's a very similar one. So the actual company is called Sekmet, and they use a digital pressure gauge, and it's supposed to be parallax and drift error free it works on a magnetic system so you can actually transfer it between different guns after you put in if you get different stems so and it's right now it's actually oh it's actually in stock right now oh and no we have no affiliation with them it just happened to be we're looking while we're talking yeah yeah it's 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 a pretty cool thing because like when you're tuning digital is always nice and it's you can get actual numbers because you know we do tune for some of our our friends and whatnot and some other people have been asking and and we are working on that in the future to uh possibly not to dump it 
right now, but maybe a, a little little peek of maybe an Airgun Geeks tuning website. I don't know. I may it might happen. It might happen. We have to see. We have to uh, we have to get permission because of uh, the uh, Airgun distributor we work for. Um, but maybe it'll happen. Maybe not. Um, but we do do it on the side. We are pretty geeky with all of this, you know, nerdy, geeky, whatever you want to call it. But we want specific numbers, see what's what. And, and you know, that's the, that's why we're in air gunning. We like to mess around and tinker. So we know exactly, hey, we're at 120 bar or 121 bar, but 125 drastically changes things. And we don't have to mess with the hammer. You know, if, if you want numbers like that, we, we'd like to have them for you. I'd like to have them for myself. Let me just be selfish. Well, sel- <laughs> selfish is the first part of all of this, you know. So. And we're quite competitive with each other. What? No, not at all. Just remember, right now, I got the chipmunk. Chipmunk, what was he? He was a hundred and... 124 yards. And you were using the... What? I was using my raw in 25. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to peg him with my impact. 22, 18.13 grain, which, if you didn't know, but you might, 18 grain Diablo at 120, that's difficult. It's really not designed for that. I wasn't tuned for that. None of that. And I'm like, I can't hit this chipmunk. And I've shot it all around it. I've gotten close. It's dancing. And Adam comes along and goes, hold one moment, please. And it's dead. I'm like, oh, well, that looked good in the scope, but you suck. But, uh, you know, didn't you take out a chipmunk? I took out it at 148 yards in my first shot. Wow. I have one that I actually recorded that I shared with you. I believe at 103, showed him jumping up onto the stone. You could hear the gun load. Took the shot. It was perfect. Wow. So so far with the Avenger, I have taken a chipmunk out to 68 yards with it. Did take two shots. I'll be honest. Well, it is a 22, and it is a Diablo pellet. It's not like we're shooting slugs yet. We'll maybe mess with that, and and we'll get an experimental gun, and we'll be able to really mess with it because we don't want to mess with our own stuff, you know because of the varmint business. Don't want to go jacking around with that. We got to make money, right? Got to hit the target. Yeah. You know? Um, but as, as far as the Avenger, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, we we do shoot 30 cal at times. Um, that is lobbing cannonballs. Um, we Cinder don't... block destroying cannonballs, I might add. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's an expensive beast to feed. And for... For what we're doing, because you know, I got I got the company uh, uh, Varmint Guru, and thirty is just it's too big. Yeah, we don't do anything you know, where we need anything of that power caliber. Mind you, we're not shooting out two hundred yards. No, we don't even shoot one hundred that regularly. Yeah, uh, groundhogging. We're we're generally twenty five. Twenty five. I mean, I use my twenty two all the time, and I've it's all about shot placement. Some people are like 25 all day long. Some people are 30 cal all day long. Um, I don't understand the fad with 35 yet. I think it's a little big for most of the stuff as far as pesting. 
unless you're going for coyotes and, and stuff continuously. But that's a big cannonball. Um, but it, it truly depends on, you know, what you're doing as far as the caliber and, and, and tuning. But uh, it's it's fun regardless. It's fun regardless. Now, this is a question for Pat and for the viewers or for listeners, pardon me. But what we've told you about the Avenger can absolutely apply to other guns. If it has an adjustable regulator, if it has an adjustable hammer spring, if it has an adjustable hammer spring travel, you can apply all the same processes and thoughts. You can watch where your pellet impact is on your target, watch the group sizes tighten up as you're shooting. You can just tune for velocity, play with your barrel harmonics by tightening or loosening different nuts, different tensioners. Now, the first thing you should touch is the wreck. Now, I just want to make that very clear. Agreed. Never turn down a rag under pressure, but you need to start with your regulator pressure first and then make sure that your transfer port, if it's adjustable, is on maximum or high, depending on what manufacturer it is. And then the last step would be hammer spring. And Adam uses that as a fine-tuning. I use it as a fine-tuning also if needed. Um, but you do got to make sure your bottle's full. Start with the reg pressure you want because you can always turn it up and then go from there. Um, that's that's the really cool part about guns that have transfer port adjustments. You can quickly turn them down. Hammer spring adjustments, you can quickly turn them down and mess with them without really jacking anything up because you just go right back to max and then you're good. Um some of the things that I do, like with my impact, max or so will be set for 18 grain at 47 foot-pounds or 35 foot-pounds or wherever I have it set at. And then I can turn it way down for when I'm going into a building. And that way I'm not punching holes because I don't need all that foot-pounds when I'm only shooting, you know, 30 to maybe 50 feet. And they're birds. And generally I'll switch ammunition on that. I'll go over to a Hades pellet, especially if it's birds, and it's close range. You know, it's like we got a we got a gig coming up at a local farm store to get rid of all the sparrows. Whole new world in there. It's inside. What do we got? Like maybe 20, 30 feet. Sometimes they're ten feet away. We say, actually have to back up the aisle. Yeah, five feet away. So you know, it was really funny. We get this phone call, and I'm like, oh. So wait, I have to tune my guns down. Well, this is awkward. Yeah. yeah. So next thing you know, it's like, okay, so what? Which gun should we take? And it's we we have we each have a couple. So as we went back and forth and decided like a handgun, just because shooting this close, we don't need anything high powered. So we're taking four foot pound handguns and twelve foot pound twenty twos. Yeah, yeah. I'm using a a European version Air Arms S four ten, and it's like eleven and a half foot pounds with the Hades pellet. And I'm getting dime groups at 30 and 40 feet. And I've even gone down to 10 feet and it's still within my red dot because there's no point for a scope. Not that we're not bringing a rifle that has a scope, but that's going to be what? The, the QB79 we're bringing yeah. in 177? That's a sub 12 foot pound gun. Yeah. You know, because the last thing we want to do is go through the roof or, or break merchandise or whatever. And we're not going that far. And these birds, these sparrows, I could literally feed them out of my hand. That's how they're used to people. So it's going to be an interesting one. 
Um, I think what we might be able to do with that is is we'll take some pictures and and possibly some Tacticam video. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes and uh, and throw that up on the the Facebook group. Uh, but yeah, it, it just depends on like I said what what you're doing and what your tunes are and and most of all having fun. Well, but it is pest control and it's humane pest control. It's that ethical and humane pest control. Yeah, yeah, because what they're doing. Um, and you probably would know this is the sparrows are in there and the pigeons and the doves and whatnot. Their feces are falling into the grain. They're falling into with the chickens and ducks that they have there. It's, it's unhealthy. It's unsanitary because then you're touching it and that's why they can't be in there. So, so that, that's, that's why we're doing that one. Um, but I, I can't think of anything else. No, it's, and actually, so to back up for a second, sure. we should have actually have said or adjusted one thing. Pick the pellet you want to tune for or the slug you want to tune for first. Then mess with the reg. Very good. True. So, True. Because I just realized, like, we're talking about this. So we, we just switched pellets. Like, you know, we went from shooting 18 ones and now we're shooting the Hades. And so yeah. we have 15. to. 15.89 green on those. Or and, and it's my 10.34 with the uh, yep. 177. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, just something to be aware of. Like, yes, we've switched pellets and now we've taken our two guns and we've had to retune them. Thankfully, our two, the two uh, guns that we have are very quick to tune. One, we've, one of them we made that way, the other one yeah, by Bless and Virtue. Yeah, mine is, mine, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no adjustments. It's the uh, glory of having a European sub 12 foot pound um it actually shoots slower um so i had to adjust my elevation a little bit because i i normally shoot a 14.3 grain jsb domed and now i'm shooting a 15.89 hades um still basically 11 and a half foot pounds but i did have to adjust my red dot that was what consisted of tuning a European gun consists. Now, Adam, on the other hand, had to play with his transfer port adjustment. And my hammer spring, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah, to uh, to get that, you know. So, all right. Well, I, I think we've covered a, a vast amount of uh, tuning options yeah. for this episode. Um, and we're glad you're listening. Thank you again for taking some time out of your day to listen to the Airgun Geeks podcast. If you have any topics you would like to hear on our podcast, feel free to email us at airgungeeks at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group, also titled Airgun Geeks. And we are also going to have a YouTube channel titled Airgun Geeks. And possibly in the future, there might be some videos on there. If you like what you've heard and would like to help support Airgun Geeks, please check out our Patreon page, or you can also just donate to our PayPal links. Just go to the links that we have in the description to help us out. Last but not least, if you like what you heard, give us five stars. We, we would really appreciate that. Till we meet again, shoot straight and stay geeky.